The Eagles falling apart? Surprising. Pleasantly? Perhaps. Stone Labanowitz hit the open. Just like you would expect, the fire hose is fully inserted in my mouth here, and uh, we've been blown and gone, and so... Ken Lavica. Get a run in, make an early cocktail, put a gummy in half. Theo Dorsey. Very excited to have the opportunity to add him to the team. Stone Labanowitz. When I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. Live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios. It doesn't matter what your name is! It's Lavica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Now, I don't mean to come off as ultimately petty, but losers of three in a row, so cocky. The the team that exudes confidence, the team, the discipline, mm. the team that's going to punish you and punch you in the mouth, and suddenly they're soft and calling each other out at the podium. The ultimate leader standing to the podium, Jalen Hurts, calling out teammates, but not by name, not by name. I got to say, Theo... It warms my heart a bit. You know, it's uh, you can't tush push your way out of this. One, you can't. You know, no, no brotherly shove. It's untush- can... pushable. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Uh, <sighs> and that's the pleasant thing. Also, I mean, they they've done so well so lately uh, to see them falling off a little bit right now, and then to have it happen in prime time to Drew Lock. I mean, it's pretty special. It's surprising to see the Eagles fracturing with three games left to go in the regular season. The Eagles are falling apart. Equally as pleasant. We have visitors today. Mm. Well, for the next 14 minutes and 30 seconds, because they have a 12-15 out time, because they're going to try and make uh, ESPN West Palm some cash. I like that. But Evan Cohen, Michelle Smallman, they are two-thirds of Unsportsmanlike every single weekday, 6 to 10 a.m. here on ESPN 106.3. And if you've been watching Unsportsmanlike uh, mornings, they are here in our brand new The Square ESPN West Palm Studios, the e- uh, Evan Cohen Memorial Studios here, uh, right? Not off the dead. square. <laughs> so again, it was not my decision to kill you off. Uh, someone uh, at a higher pay grade. You would like to? <laughs> well, they didn't give me the input, or else perhaps. <laughs> if you had the choice between killing me off and naming the studio after me, uh, I go to the studio. I'm not that morbid. Doesn't mean I wouldn't. If I wasn't married with kids. Okay, a different conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll do that in segment two. 888 Do you want to kill him off? Uh, how, how does it feel, Michelle? Does it be in Evan Cohen's old stomping grounds here in West Palm? It's been really special to get to know a little bit of Evan's history, to get to know some of his people, to be in his memorial studio. Yeah. Oh, it's no. Really now nice she's yeah. doing it. Yeah. To get to see the side of him, you know, because we're kind of fresh working together still. So yeah, getting no, to, for getting sure. to know him. What we do here now, just like Notre Dame play like a champion today, we walk by that plaque and we hit it and we <laughs> say, oh, that's ex- inspiring they us to spit do. on it. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> broadcast like Evan Cohen today. <laughs> broadcast like Evan Cohen today, which means I need to immediately start sweating. Uh, the, uh, the, the Philadelphia Eagles, and we'll have some fun here with Michelle in just a moment. Oh, uh, again, we have a 12-15 tip to, uh, tip end time. time tip time here. I've got basketball brain. Uh, so I want to make sure we get to this with Michelle because Michelle, a little bit newer to this market, and so I want people to get to know her. So we have a new segment that we're debuting today. Um, but the fact that you have Jalen Hurts last night after a loss to the Seattle Seahawks backup quarterback Drew Locke not, uh, takes down the mighty Philadelphia Eagles. This was Jalen Hurts last night after the game talking about what's wrong with the Eagles. We didn't execute. Um, I don't think we were we're all were uh, committed enough. You know, you know, just just got to turn it around. You know. You know, it's a challenge that we have to embrace. Just continue to see it through. What do you mean by that, about being committed enough? Commitment. I don't know that 
I had a dictionary on me now. Um, excuse me. Well, good good thing for Jalen. No. I have a dictionary um, definition right in front of me, actually. Commitment. Commitment. This is the Oxford Dictionary, which, Michelle, I'm sure you'd agree, that's the best dictionary. By far. Yeah, I mean, By it's far. it's top-notch elite, in fact. The state or quality of being dedicated to a cause or activity. That is the definition, Jalen Hurts, of commitment. He is flat out, Evan, calling out his team and saying, hey, we, the defending NFC champions, we going into the season, the favorites to win the NFC we're just not committed enough right now. That is a shocker. Yeah, me. I didn't expect that one. And why did you ask Michelle if she knew the best version of a dictionary? Are you a dictionary expert? Well, Merriam-Webster, Oxford, there's That's some right. options. You have dictionary power rankings? Yeah, you didn't know this? <laughs> I didn't know that about She's it. what the people call wow. cultured, okay? Wow. <laughs> I want to hear her name a third one. Yeah, I'm oh, done. Wait, no. <laughs> Theo, Theo, well oh, no. done. It's a wide <laughs> golf between two and three, okay? <laughs> That's right. That's it's right. not even worth discussing. Kind of like in the NFL, right? Right, exactly. We have, we have the 49ers, the Ravens, and then everybody yeah. else. Perfection right wow. there. Yeah, wow. What was your terrible question, Ken? Oh, the fact that this happened is completely shocking and at this point losing three in a row three weeks left to go in the regular season and now the Eagles are destined for the wild card and I don't think I would make this proclamation the Buffalo Bills I feel better about potentially playing in the Super Bowl than the Philadelphia Eagles at this moment on this Tuesday the way they're constructed the way they're playing that's a good take and I'm not a Josh Allen guy I think he throws more interceptions than I did in high school but I understand why you would say that. Yeah. The Bills feel like a dangerous team. They're not in the postseason. I know you're adopted Kansas City Chiefs. You Adop- don't want to see them. I don't want to call it adopted. It's, at this point, I'm I'm fully ingratiated in, in Chiefs Kingdom. So, yeah. I don't want to see the Bills, though. Uh, you're right about that. I, you you are funny, by the way. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, so this right now. Uh, Theo Dorsey yeah. was a Carolina Panthers fan. Uh, and then it's when they signed Baker Mayfield yeah. that you decided to bail on the Panthers, And, and right? let me make this, this disclaimer as well. I made a proclamation two months beforehand that if they went and got Baker Mayfield, that would be the straw that broke the camel's back. And they did it. So the Panthers had a chance to keep me. But they wanted Baker. <laughs> and then he had a signing day ceremony, yes. and oh, he yeah. picked the Chiefs. Yes. Uh, so really went out on a limb and yeah. picked the Chiefs before last so season. So you really do take on the Evan Cohen Memorial yeah. Studio mindset yeah. where you choose the front runner. Just front runners. Just go with the winners. I want to be happy on Sundays, Mondays, and sometimes Thursdays. Why would I choose the despair that Panthers fans have right now. I understand. I feel I get good. It. Are you happy for me? I'm happy for myself. <laughs> I, I'm always, I want you to be happy. Yeah. That's my goal every day coming in here is for you to be <laughs> not, happy. Not to be weird. I don't know that there's a person that smells better than Theo. Oh, thank you. He smells so good. That's such yeah. a nice compliment. Yeah. That was so I nice. I mean, you really do smell good. Like, I a smell phenomenal my, scent. I myself and I'm like, ready yeah. to vomit. You smell <laughs> phenomenal. Can you just make sure you smell all the way in that chair so tomorrow <laughs> I can smell as good you as you can do? just take some of the yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. But I let know. me ask this, though. When it comes to smell, like you're in proximity enough to be able to smell him right now. Yeah. But I do get the sense that, one, if you get too close to someone, that's obviously creepy. But two, if you're a certain distance distance away from somebody who can still smell the artificial scent enhancer that they're wearing, that's too much. Artificial scent enhancer? Who's that? Or perfume. Perfume or cologne? Artificial scent enhancer. He does like the dictionary. Yeah, Yeah, right. Right, right. No, but Michelle and I, when we fill in for Greeny, somehow... How does he smell? I think he's a good smelling guy, right? I don't know if I've ever gotten close enough to really. Yeah, because I guess that's true. How does Chris Canty smell? Good. Yeah. Yeah. And he does the, uh, he brushes his teeth sometimes during the show. Yeah. So he always has fresh, minty breath. Wow. But when we fill in for Greeny, there's a whole bit. We sit as far away from each other as possible. Yeah. Somehow we are still on the COVID desk. 
I don't understand why. Like, I literally barely can see her. She's so far away <laughs> yeah. from me when we're filling in. Like, ah, what do you want to talk about today? Yeah, it's really, really a, it's a, a crater between us almost, but it's kind of fun. A crevasse. She's asked for it. She's like, I can't go near that guy. <laughs> he smells unlike Theo. Uh, I would still talk about surprises. We'll do that later because we only have you for another like seven minutes or so. So I want to yeah. make sure we get to know Michelle Smallman. Oh, well, uh, no, you're, go. You're high. You're go still, ahead. you're still Evan. You're, you I'm and, still Evan, you correct. And, you and Michelle are, are still in this learning how to work together, uh, this camaraderie, this cohesion. You're still in that process. What have you learned about Michelle Smallman oh, so no. far? Uh-oh. <laughs> Again, 6 to 10 a.m. every day here on ESPN 1063. Very, very clumsy. Clumsy. Like physic, physical comedy, hitting the well, head on things, yes. falling to the floor, things like, like that. Like she's unintentionally Kramer from Seinfeld. <laughs> oh. Running in the doorways. Uh-huh. Yes. Hey, up. Our <laughs> first like lunch not. that we ever had, the two of us, was a restaurant in New York City near where I used to live in New York City. And when I suggested, or you said, one of us suggested the place, we said, okay, let's go there. I'm sitting there. I got her like there like two minutes before she did because she had an on-air shift. I think she was filling in. You were filling in for Greeny that day, as a matter of fact, before I think we I started. Was, yeah. So she was like there two minutes after me. So I'm sitting there. I'm at a table. She goes to sit down and there's like a lamp light mm-hmm. kind of thing. <laughs> she hit her head on it as she was saying, like oh. we're doing the shake of hands. And yeah. she like knocked her head into it. Uh, right away, like literally upon arrival. Our very first show, she had a black eye mm-hmm. because she fell in her apartment. Um, so she's very, very clumsy. That's what I've learned about Smalls. And we will walk out together after the show. How many times do I trip walking? <laughs> All the time. All the we time. Walk, we, walk, we have our walk every single day. We go on a walk. <laughs> uh-huh. And we literally stop at a bank and talk every single day. Huh. Yeah. But why the bank? It's just... I make a left and she goes straight, so it's the perfect corner spot. <laughs> yeah, I thought it's, there was some sort right of significance. Where, <laughs> no, it's right no. by where Rob, who does our social media and digital here, who's here with us, uh, right by where Rob lives. Yeah. And we literally stop at a bank and be like, all right, so you'll do this. I got this. Okay, we'll bring up this. All right, see ya. Yeah. Same day, every day at a bank. It's our corner chat. That's hilarious. They're going to think y'all are scoping the place out. Oh. I don't think I would get away with just stopping at a bank I every day that. after work. <laughs> I think there will be some red flags going up. Uh, excuse me, officer. Yeah. We have a young black man hanging out outside the bank. He keeps stopping just right outside the uh, bank. Scopes it out a little bit. Sir, he's a suspicious points. character. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, uh, he's not touching that one. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, not now. Just wait till we talk about Five the all-black and all-white uh, football teams yes, we're putting together up. later in the show. Oh, up, yeah. boy. Uh, so, do we want to, do, do you want to be a part of history, Evan, uh, on this show, Levicka, no. Theo, and Stone? All right, fine. Michelle, no, I'm sorry. Ahead. This involves you, so you're going to have to be a okay, part great. of this history. Uh, it is time to debut a new segment here on Levicka, Theo, and Stone, a segment we like to call Meeting. Michelle Smallman here on ESPN 106.3. That really couldn't three. be applied That's to right. anyone else. That's it's right. a one and done Meeting segment. Michelle Smallman. That would be weird That's if you did that with like Josh Cohen later. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. No, but but it, we're in a great spot to make history today, so we're going to. Uh, so let's meet Michelle Smallman, who again works with Evan Cohen, Chris Canty. You hear her every single weekday, six to ten a.m. Unsportsmanlike here on ESPN 106.3. Uh, Michelle, first question: hometown. Belleville, Illinois, the Bell- 618. Belleville, Illinois, wow. the yep. pride of the land of Lincoln. That's right, right across the river from St. Louis. It's Belleville, Illinois, East St. Louis, Mississippi River, downtown St. Louis. Okay. You can see the arch from my parents' backyard. Shout okay. out to Darius Miles, East St. Louis. <laughs> East St. Louis, that's right. right. That's there you right. go, uh-huh. absolutely. Uh-huh. Uh, number two. Great call out. Your favorite team. The St. Louis Cardinals. The St. Louis Cardinals. That warms my heart as a White Sox fan because anything anti-Cubs is great for my life. You know what? We are in this together. Yes. We also have the Tony Larusa connection, but I think my version Your is version is a you. lot better than my version. My version was asleep a lot. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, number three. 
In no more than two words, Aaron Rodgers is... Very polarizing. Mm, I'd say pretty dopey, (laughs) but fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, number four, Michelle Smallman. Meeting Michelle Smallman, first edition here on uh, LaVica <laughs> Theo and Stone. That's right. Uh, number four, the holiday season begins when? The day after Thanksgiving. Thank you. What holiday? The holiday season. The holiday season. Just we're the just, season. We're assume that's the Christmas season, the holiday season? All of them. Uh, it's all of them. I was In going one with, complete I package. Was, I was going with Passover season. Just throw that out there. <laughs> well, when does your Passover season start? 888-760-3776. Up for interpretation. Uh, Number five in meeting Michelle Smallman. Uh, Let's see, three minutes. Okay. Uh, Dogs or cats? Dogs all the way. I'm such a dog person. Evan is not. We differ on this. I'm not really a cat person. Mm. I hate cats. Yeah. Yeah. If I walk in your house and you have a cat, I'm not staying long. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'm buying a cat. (laughs) (laughs) I'm allergic to cats, actually. If I'm in a house with a cat, I need to Benadryl up. Oh, no. Yeah, it's not good. Not good. Eyes red, watery, totally terrible. Uh, Number six, Tua or Justin Herbert? Tua all the way. Wow. We are on the same wavelength. Wow. Pretty much across the board. Same That's state, same quarterback, same pet. Well, a little bias in her favor because her dad is a Dolphins fan. Yes. So give the story on that. I grew up a Dolphins fan. Uh, when I was growing up in St. Louis, we did not have a football team at the time. Mm-hmm. My dad, Tony Smallman, proud Italian man, loved Dan Marino. So we were a full-fledged Dan Marino Dolphins household growing up. Wow. Nice. I was. I grew up a Bears fan. Now I'm a Dolphins fan. Oh, you pivoted. So everybody's changing teams around here. Yeah. But when I do it, I, I my, had a team too. My favorite so team is whoever has the best record. Same every year. <laughs> and Brock Purdy. Uh-huh. Uh, let's yeah, go to number seven. Meeting Michelle Smallman here on ESPN 106.3. Chicago deep dish or New York style pizza? Oh, man. So I am from the land of Lincoln. I do not identify Chicago. I think deep dish is awful. If you have to Ooh. eat it with a fork, it is not Pizza. All right, Michelle. Michelle, outstanding in so many other areas. Culinarily, not so much. <laughs> uh, New York pizza is cardboard with a little bit of sauce on it. That's I think the you just answer. haven't had the right slice. That's uh, clear. Uh, <laughs> number eight, the greatest WWE champion of all time is who? Oh, I've never watched wrestling a day in my life. Can I say Stone Cold Steve Austin? You sure can. Okay, great. You go. sure okay. can. I many was just people would pull one out of the hat there. Uh. Number nine. There's only ten. Number nine. <laughs> is Jimmy Fallon funny? Sometimes. The correct answer was never. <laughs> the correct answer was never. I'm sorry, Michelle. Uh, he, and then he laughs a lot with his guests. Well, he thinks he's the funniest guy. Yeah. Can't live a lot. That's what it used to be. And now it's LTS. Hey, your record was so good. You sing so great. <laughs> uh, number ten wow. here in uh, meeting Michelle Smallman. Uh, Evan Cohen or Chris Canty? Evan Cohen or Chris Canty? Both. Both. Uh, Both. I take Chris Canty. That was the uh, <laughs> yeah. correct answer. That's the correct answer. <laughs> Chris Canty, as a matter of fact. Well, I am guys... in the Evan Cohen Memorial Studio, so it doesn't feel well, right. Yeah, now that I'm dead, you can just say <laughs> Cece. Uh, we'll say a prayer for Evan. You guys uh, have a meeting. I don't uh, want to get in trouble here. Please call me my, my correct name. My correct name is Owen. Owen Cohen. Mm. Oh, do we have to... I don't care. Yes. All right, we need to play this. Udonis Haslam was on Unsportsman like this morning. So Thank you funny. for reminding me, by the way. Yep. Udonis Haslam <laughs> made it out. Evan loves more than any other athlete like ever. MJ. Like, you okay, oh, but UD Tom is Brady. like UD is the embodiment of what Evan like would want to be if you're <laughs> yeah. a professional athlete. Like tough. Not, not as a professional athlete. As a human being. Just as a human. I want to yeah, he's the person that I would want to be like in his mentality. And by the way, smalls on a side note. 
she was kind of convinced. Give two seconds. You had never talked to him. Never. You only hear me talking about him. How did you feel about Udonis today? He was so outstanding. He's the best, right? You have to go back and listen to the interview on our podcast if you haven't heard it. Not only because he butchered Evan's name, which is hilarious, but just... He is such a straight shooter. He gives it to you in in such a smart and entertaining but very genuine way. And I I can't wait to listen to his podcast because I feel like he's going to drop some amazing NBA insights and life insights as well. And if you have an enemy, he will kick that enemy's ass. Which we love. Which we love. Right. Uh, So here is how the interview with Udonis Haslam from Unsportsmanlike this morning concluded right here on ESPN 106.3. Evan Cohen, who worships Udonis Haslam. (laughs) This is the farewell from Evan to UD. UD, this was awesome. Thank you so much for the time. Best of luck on the podcast, and hopefully we can speak again in the future here. We'd love to do it. Thank you, Owen. Um, Thank you, Michelle. What did he call? Hold on. Let's hear that one more time. Did he call Evan Owen? Here's Udonis Haslam saying goodbye to o- Evan yeah. Owen. We'd love to do it. Thank you, Owen. Um, thank oh, you. my oh. God. He, he called you Owen. You know, when we played it on our show, I didn't think it sounded like Owen. <laughs> it's Owen. That's Owen. That's oh. definitely Owen. He called Owen. me Owen. Owen it couldn't Cohen. be anything else. Owen Cohen. I cast and hopefully we it. could speak again in the future here. We'd love to do it. Thank you, Owen. Um, thank you, Michelle. Thank you, guys. Here's what I think happened. You can hear the hesitation in his voice. Yeah. He was looking at his sheet of paper, Ooh. and he couldn't find it. He's like, Owen. 100%. And that's exactly oh, what 100%. happened. Well, he didn't get Michelle's name well, he, he absolutely yeah, yeah. committed Michelle to memory. You, not so much. Thank you, Owen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on that note, thank you for jumping on, guys. Yeah. Appreciate thank you for having it. Am Thanks I for still having on fun Thursday? with us, uh, I, I don't, We can talk about that. Yeah. Do you want to be? Well, yeah. Why would I get bumped? Because I'm a, I can't do two appearances. Uh, I think we were going to put Steve uh, in your spot for Ask Steve's because we have a tight week. Yeah. You can. Ju- why don't you come on with Steve? Oh, that would be fun. Stephen okay. Owen. Stephen Owen. Uh-huh. Stephen Owen. That's our new segment on Thursday. <laughs> Stephen Owen. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Uh, all right, guys. Thank yeah. you so much. Thanks, Thanks for having us, guys. Evan Cohen, right. Michelle Smallman, and again, it's Evan, it's Michelle, and it's Chris Canty, six to ten a.m. every single weekday mornings here on ESPN 106.3 on Sportsmanlike. Uh, what the hell were we talking about? Oh yeah, biggest surprises in the NFL. Why don't we go ahead and reset this, okay? Because last night, the mighty Philadelphia Eagles are in a dogfight with Drew Locke. Let me repeat that. The Philadelphia Eagles are in a dogfight with Drew Locke. 33 seconds left to go. Four-point game. The Eagles on top. And this is what Drew Locke and the Seahawks are able to pull off, courtesy of Kevin Harlan on Westwood One. The rain has started again. 29 to Philadelphia. Seattle down by four. Third down and 10. 33 seconds left. Shotgun snap. Three-man rush. Lock throws long pass down the far sideline. Caught over the shoulder. It's grabbed. Smith and Virginia. Touchdown. Touchdown. Seattle. Touchdown. The King, Kevin Harlan again on Westwood One, and the Seahawks hand the Eagles a third, count them, third straight loss, leading to what we played earlier, Jalen Hurts. I mean, this is a call-out of teammates, right, Theo? This is a certifiable call-out of teammates. Yeah, it is. He said, we... We commitment. We commitment. Right. You didn't say me. Here's Jalen Hurts. You all determine, listening right now, you all determine, is this a call-out or not? We didn't execute... um, I don't think we're we're uh, we're uh, 
committed enough. You know, you know, just just got to turn it around. You know, you know, it's a challenge that we have to embrace. Just continue to see it through. What do you mean by that about being committed enough? Commitment. I don't know nothing that I had a dictionary on me now. Um, excuse me. I don't know um, how else to say. Uh, he tried to go back into I say nothing mode at the oh, end. Yeah. He realized that, oh, I'm getting a little too spicy. Right. That I'm going to have to tone down a little bit. That's the most emotional I've ever heard of <laughs> yeah. If yeah. I had a dictionary. Oh, oh, oh Right. Oh, oh, oh too sassy. Oh, stop, too oh, sassy. Oh. I'm sorry. That goes against my media training, yeah. my Saban-esque uh, media wow. training. Uh, the most surprising thing that I can think of to this point in the NFL season is the mighty vaunted stronger than you, I would execute you, punch you in the mouth, punch you in the gut, punch you in the nether regions. Philadelphia Eagles have lost three in a row. Not just lost three in a row, but Stone absolutely eviscerated by the Cowboys and the 49ers, their two competitors to win the NFC, and then they carried it into Seattle and lost to Drew Locke. They even flew Jalen Hurts, who was sick on his own charter flight Mm. to quarantine him to get him there across the country on his own flight, and they drop a third straight. The Eagles in dire straits. They're not going to miss the postseason, but the Eagles going into a postseason where we none of us believe they now can win the Super Bowl, let alone get to it. That's my biggest surprise of the NFL season with three weeks left to go. It's a good call, and honestly, the funniest part about it is you look back at their schedule and they really have been outplayed in five straight games. You they, go back to they the should have lost to the Bills game. Well, the, the Bills game, that's further back. It's the Chiefs okay. game and then the original Cowboys game. The Eagles snuck away with that game against the Cowboys sure. four weeks ago. And yeah. then the Chiefs game, if it not been, and again, I don't want to go back to this and sound like a Chiefs homer, but the Chiefs really outplayed the Eagles in that game. Wow. There was just were pivotal drops or pivotal missed calls down the, down the line. I'm not saying the Eagles didn't win the game. I'm just saying if you look at the past five weeks in general, them going up against contenders, and then now the Seahawks, they've looked bad, and it's showing in the results on the field. Yeah, you win some close ones, but these last three are more of a, a symptom of what's been the problem for I mean, the past five, six weeks. They're 10-4, and four, and you can make at least a legitimate case that they should be 8-6 and six right now. 100%. I, they are they, – they've been fortunate, and now that Nick Sirianni – us against the world personality that they carry themselves with starting to fracture yeah. a little bit. It's not the same. This isn't the same. Jalen Hurts doesn't look the same. Jalen Hurts last night was straight up for the most part ineffective last night. Uh, completion percentage last night, right? Stone, 55%. Worst of the season for him. That is abysmal. That's like mid-major bad quarterback. At the college level, 55% completion rate. 143 passing yards. 4.6 yards per attempt. I mean, he's basically throwing to the flat every time. And then two interceptions to no touchdowns. All of those numbers that I just pointed out, the worst individual per game numbers of his career. He's, But it's, it's an indicator of like Jalen Hurts. Yeah, we've talked about him in the MVP conversation. But this season, it's not like he's blown the doors off of people. No, they just win it. Yeah, but I think the thing is, 
It was the Seahawks. Yeah. It's not like they were world beaters. It was the Seahawks without their quarterback, and too. It just makes it ten times worse. I know you're a connoisseur of mediocre quarterbacks, Woo! and I know you have an affinity for Drew Locke. That said, there is no damn excuse to lose to Drew Locke if you're the Philadelphia Eagles, and you have your full compliment going. Here's the thing. I, I, I never know how to handle these situations because there are some quarterbacks that, in our time together, me, Ken, Theo, that I get made fun of, and then when things like this happen... I don't really know how to approach it. Like, I, I wanted to slap you both in the face when I first saw you. Like, get, <laughs> how about that, Drew Locke? Like, I've been doing it all season with all these quarterbacks. I mean, not a word has been spoken about Baker Mayfield on this show, and, and he's deserving of a step. I'll, I deserve later, a step. I'll, give him, I'll give him credit. Later. I, I need 10 minutes to just laugh. I mean, we go down the list of guys. Drew Locke, 10 minutes. Drew Locke looked good last night. Not... Well, goods he was may- fine. It, Come on, goods what may we, be a stretch. What are we doing? Goods may be a stretch, but I mean, to, it was a great throw to win the game. Drive. It was a great yeah. drive that he put together, an amazing throw to win the game. But he's you don't just beat the Eagles, though. I mean, I yes, understand. you do. You don't just beat the Eagles. They're ten and four. Yes, you do. Just beat the Eagles. They're Sometimes. ten and four. I know we're talking about them kind but of crumbling, need- but they're ten and they're a ten and four football team. Well, unless Locke- you're the Niners or the Cowboys, right. it typically is a grind to beat the Eagles. Uh, yeah. I mean, Drew Locke, it, this was him after the game. This was him on the field on ESPN talking with Lisa Salters. Like, this made me feel good for Drew Locke. Like, Stone gets all caught up in how we poo-poo his mediocre quarterback feelings. Yeah. But I can acknowledge like Drew Locke was fine last night, and that was enough to beat the Eagles. Drew Locke being fine, though, shouldn't be enough to beat the Eagles. But this, this <laughs> made you, you feel good for Drew Locke. And then you sit there, you watch games, you wonder, can I do this still? I haven't been out there on the field. That's the human nature of it. You get back out there last week, I'm like, you know what? I'm the man, so I can go do this. I love that. I mean, that's just so good. Yeah. But to me, the Eagles falling apart right now with three weeks left to go in the regular season, that is the biggest surprise to me of this NFL season with three games left to go. What is your biggest surprise to this point of the season? Cumulatively through... 14 weeks of the NFL season, 15 weeks of the NFL season, start to finish to this point with three weeks left to go. What is your biggest surprise? What has surprised you most in this NFL season? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Really think about it in a a season that's been up and down and topsy-turvy, and you've had contenders that have not been in contention. You've had teams that you thought weren't going to be in contention that are in contention, players that have come out of nowhere, uh, some that have risen like the Phoenix, and now they are having career seasons. They have reclaimed their legacy or their reputation. What to this point in the NFL season has surprised you the most? Team, player, coach, hell, it could be something TV-wise. Doesn't matter. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. We'll get Theo's when we come back. We'll get Stone's when we come back. We'll get yours when we come back. Biggest surprise to this point in the NFL season. 888 888- 760-3776. That's 888-760-3776. That's Theo, that's Stone. I'm Ken, Lavica Theo and Stone, ESPN 106.3. Aaron messages in 
My biggest surprise to the NFL season with the Chiefs at nine and five, that Theo hasn't jumped ship and picked another team this year. Holla! Wow. <clears throat> Do you know what I've endured? I mean, people are flaming Theo the last couple of weeks, really. It's it, never going to stop. It's funny because it's like, I can't tell what people want. Like, do you want the Chiefs to do well and then you don't talk about them? Do you want them to do poorly so I suffer? Or do you want me to? I don't understand what I'm supposed to do. Here's here's why I will stand by what Theo did. First of all, it was great content. Oh, yeah, come on. I mean, for the show, it was a great thing, okay? Uh, second of all, did you see the seven people in attendance at Bank of America oh. Stadium for the Panthers and Falcons on Sunday. So if you're going to sit here like hard rock. and bag... What? <laughs> during, a, during a Canes game, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Uh, so, so if you're going to bag Theo, just yeah. understand, Theo is probably now one of thousands yes. who have jumped the Panther ship. I am um, I'm a leader of sorts. Uh, I don't want to call myself <laughs> Moses. No, but you're a pioneer. I don't. Yeah, I don't want to call myself Moses. But when God spoke to me and parted that Red Sea, uh, yeah. I went right to the Chiefs. Yeah. And there's there's room. There's room for those Panthers fans. And I've been seeing them on Twitter. I still get a lot of their updates. And it is it is a... Well, look at that stadium. There's a ton of room. <laughs> I mean, a, that's as empty as I've ever seen an NFL stadium before. The, the Panthers, are, there's nothing to be excited about. There's nothing to even be happy or even like have a modicum of hope about when right. it comes to the Carolina you're Panthers. It's Chu- all bad. You're not a Chuba Hubbard guy? <laughs> but a Tommy Tremble. You can't. That, that's not getting me out of bed in the morning. I mean, all just right? you and a DJ Chark. <laughs> Imagine. Chark me. Imagine though, just getting out of the bed on a Sunday morning and knowing that's what you have to watch, Ugh. and then also, also knowing you don't even own your first round draft pick. That too, I, I know the segment is losing for, for nothing. That's you know, at least the thing. One in when the Dolphins went one in fifteen in two thousand seven. One, it was just hate watching because everybody was waiting for Cam Cameron to get the axe. They knew that was coming. Um, but also, you knew that you had the number one pick, and it was probably going to be big old Jake Long from Michigan. So you yeah. felt good about that because you were told, hey, left tackle. That's how you start to build a franchise. And so they went, got that guy, and then the next year they were in the playoffs. But if you're a Panthers fan, there's not that. You're looking in the owner's box. You got the next, like, Jim Dolan running your team. You're looking at the sideline, and, like, you don't even know who really is going to be your coach for real in the near future. I I know the segment's for later. We're going to get to all white and all black teams, but let's just get this one out of the way. Um, Out of context, if people don't know where that's coming from, that makes it even more hilarious. They're driving right now, and they're like, are Ken and Theo and Stone they're they're gonna put to, in this in this world yes, in, this, in this country in this climate in 2023 they're gonna put together football rosters of all white and all black players. Yes. My God, you just wanted to know if you guys Idiots. have Adam Thielen on the list. It just if you guys have him written down, he has to be. He has to be. Okay, because yeah, I had him. I was just making sure. Yeah, no, no. I think he's definitely in the player pool for the old white team. Yeah, right. Okay, yeah. just making sure. Just I making mean, sure I got him written down. I mean, but that's the one Carolina Panther that would make any roster. I mean, and it's any roster, any kind of roster, it has to be the all white roster, and it's <laughs> yeah. going to be Adam, Adam Thielen, Thielen is the Thielen. only player from the Carolina <laughs> Panthers sending a representative to the all black, all white bowl, yeah. as Rashard Mendenhall put it. He's the only only Panther, yeah. and he's going to be in the white team pool. Yeah. Why? 
<laughs> what are we doing? Are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? ADC, an expert in the field, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. What to this point, three weeks left to go, regular season has been your biggest surprise in the NFL, whether it's a team, whether it's a player, whether it's a coach, whether it's a situation. Mine is the Eagles are plummeting fracturing Jalen Hurts calling out teammates with three weeks left to go in the regular season and now seemingly a gulf between the Niners and Cowboys and then there's the Eagles when it comes to the NFC what is your biggest surprise in the NFL to this point 888-760-3776 888-760-3776 social media at KLV 1063 Theo you've seen a lot yeah. You haven't seen it all, but you've seen a lot. Most it's hard it. to surprise you, but what's something that sort of left your, your mouth agape here through 15 weeks of the NFL season? I mean, 90% of the Miami Dolphins roster is injured, but it's not Tua. I mean, that's that's, a, that's one thing. Totally. That's not my thing. I just wanted to throw but that you're out right. there. That's, I mean, he is uh, Joe Burrow, yeah. gone. Deshaun oh Watson, gone. Trevor Lawrence, head bouncing off of turf. Uh, Anthony Richardson. Anthony Richardson, we haven't, I forgot about him because yeah. it's been three years since we've seen him. Daniel Jones, oh. out for the year. Aaron Rodgers, out for the year. Derek Carr, like, won't give up, but he's hurt as yeah. hell. Like, he CJ Stroud, skull bouncing off of that concrete at MetLife Stadium. The one quarterback standing this year is the one who was, was said, hey, he's glass. He's made of glass. Yeah. His brains are fried. Tua. And there he is, standing tall. If I told you how deep the Dolphins injury report was going to be this uh, this past week, and I also told you there's like half of the starting quarterbacks in the NFL got hurt, you would assume, you would probably put half your money on yeah. Tua Tungavailoa at, at least missed one Especially game. Especially going we, against the Jets defense, and he had taint snapper himself, Liam Eikenberg, playing center. Yeah. At the beginning of the season, we had a topic – on an over-under placed on the amount of games that Tua would yeah. play this season. Right, yeah. And we spent an entire day on that topic. And me, the president, you took the the under. and I took the under on yeah. that. Me of all people. He still beat Aaron Rodgers, which was the basis of that, right? Yeah. Over-under, who plays more? Yeah. yeah. He, so that means he outlasted Aaron. Pay me money. And it also shows you it shows you just how unpredictable these injuries can be what, and, and whatnot. And it also kind of paints that picture. I, I will never forget, you're right. When we were talking Aaron Rodgers and Tua Tagovailoa. Um, passing yard is just over his unders or whatever before the season. We had to put the asterisk on it for injury, speaking on Tua, and not the 39-year-old quarterback right. who had a a, a a shoddy offensive line. And it's crazy. And turf that's um, yeah. made of hooks. Well, we didn't quite know that yet. And we kind of knew it, yeah. but then we really learned it. Now we it really yeah, know yeah, it. Yeah, we know. Uh, what, what does, other than Tua yeah. standing uh, standing in, in good health, yeah. what has surprised you most? I got to go back to Splash Town, man. Uh, the city of the double cup, Houston. Oh, okay. I didn't know what you were talking uh, about. Yeah, I figured. Yeah. You know, H-Town. I, I was really lost I'm until sorry. you said Houston. Uh, 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 Space City is what. Okay, yeah, yeah. The, for, yeah for, for, for folks the, like me. Yes, 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 yes. Got to be off. all the, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. It was NASA. They have NASA. Um, <laughs> Houston, and, and it's really not just the Houston Texans. It's all of the AFC South. 
We might have a situation where all four teams actually beat their preseason. Oh, missed opportunity right there. Right? We might have a situation. Houston, we might oh, have Oh, here we go. Houston, we have a we problem. Have a problem. It's, it's yeah. problem, not situation. But mm, Okay, apologies. So, and it's not really a problem. It's not a problem. It's a really good, good thing. It's yeah. a solution. <laughs> all right, I'll shut up. It's a solution. <laughs> the, the Texans, That's a good try. Though. Yeah, I like it. I like it. But the Texans entered this offseason um, the ultimate aggressors, right? So they had the number two overall pick. They, they select C.J. Stroud, which uh, people thought was the consolation prize in this draft to Bryce Young. It ends up being the correct pick. They went and got uh, D'Amico Ryans, who was the defensive coordinator for the San Francisco 49ers. Unproven, really, as a, as a head coach, obviously, his first head coaching job. But then also, it went against the grain. Usually, you, you draft your franchise quarterback, you go get the offensive genius. No, they went and got a defensive-minded guy, but a leader of sorts, a CEO in D'Amico Ryans. That worked out. They traded up for Will Anderson at number three. That's worked out really well. He's going to be a linchpin for that defense in the future. The Texans are 8-6. and six. Going into this game this past week, it looked like a, a drub. It looked like the type of game that a team inexperienced as the Texans are without their starting quarterback and Case Keenum in were going to lose. They went down 13-zip. The game was pretty much over. Houston did have a problem, Stone. Yeah, there it is. That's when you can drop that line. If you were to just stayed patient, yeah. it would have been there for you. It would have. I was going to lead you right into it. There you go. See, because you're a leader. Thank you. Exist- of sorts, just as like- you said. <laughs> if I didn't put it in I, your I head. Say that? Yeah, yeah, a leader of sorts. sorts. Yeah. If, if I didn't put it in your head, you wouldn't have done it. No, I would have done it. I always get around to it. H-Town! Space City. <laughs> okay. City of the what, Ken? Double cup. How Double about cup, it? baby. The purple Sprite. Yeah. Um, now, I don't know how much of that I'm allowed to say on air. That's fine. Who um, cares? It's a purple cup. I don't even know if we're on the air right now. Right. That's fine. No, but stay tuned for our all-white and all-black tees coming up in an hour. Uh-huh. The good tees. But if you look atop the AFC South right now, and by the way, the Texans came back on the Titans with backup quarterback Case Keenum behind a great defensive effort and a game-winning field goal uh, to now improve to 8-6. and six. Now they control their own destiny. They can win the AFC South outright, and they look destined for the playoffs. The AFC South has three teams that eight wins right now in the Texans, the Colts, and the Jaguars. Before the season, what was everybody's dummy, easy pick? They were putting it on all the teasers and everything. Jaguars are going to win the AFC Mm -hmm. South. I think the biggest surprise is there's going to be a real, true, hardened battle these last three weeks for the AFC South title. And even more shockingly, I got the Houston Texans making. And even more shockingly, I think you can make a great case for the Houston Texans. Yes. Even if the Jaguars have a healthy Trevor Lawrence. It doesn't look good in Jacksonville, especially when they play up against good teams. The Texans have already gotten them once. C.J. Stroud comes back to the fold there for Houston. I know he's without Tank Anderson or, or what's his last name? Is that, is that Tank Tank Dale. Tank Dale. I don't know why I went Tank Anderson. Close. I, I know he's without Tank Dale. Um, he has the rest of his complement of receivers. That team is is. It's not like the Texans are winning like they were early, where it was like an offensive like masterclass, and C.J. Stroud was throwing it all over the field. Now they're finding gritty ways to win. They look like a veteran-led team. And it's just a huge shock and a great jolt of energy into the National Football League right now, especially a place that's kind of been deprived of the contender to Patrick Mahomes' throne. Now we have a guy in C.J. Stroud who we can see maybe two to three years later being a guy that's contending right up there with the Josh Allens and the Joe Burrows and the Trevor Lawrences of the world. Who or what has been the biggest surprise of this NFL season? Who or what has been the biggest surprise of this NFL season? For me, it's with three games left to go. The Eagles are absolutely crashing out of the sky. The uh, uh, Theo says that it's the Texans 
that could legitimately win the AFC South when it was a foregone conclusion going into the season that it was going to be the Jaguars who take that division. Who or what's been the biggest surprise this NFL season? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. Still, I think we should ask Doug Sosha that question as well. How about it? First, I should check if he's actually paying any attention to the NFL. The man is a national champion. Yes. Head football coach now. West Palm Beach's Kaiser University has brought a national championship to Palm Beach County. The NAIA National Champions in football. Kaiser yesterday in a game you heard here on ESPN 106.3 beating Northwestern. And the head coach of Kaiser National Champion is Doug Sosha. And he joins us next. That's Theo. That's Stone. I'm Ken Levicka. Theo and Stone, ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Yesterday, right here on ESPN 106.3, your home for Kaiser University football. Kaiser beat Northwestern 31-21 in the NAIA National Championship game. Kaiser still really in its infancy as a football program, and they are national champions. And joining us now here on ESPN 106.3 is the head coach of the national champs, Kaiser University, a longtime friend of ours here at ESPN West Palm, a former teammate of ours, and we are definitely, definitely happy to have him and call him a national champion. It is Doug Sosha with us here on LaVica, Theo, and Stone. First of all, Coach, uh, we've known each other for a long time, and I mean this seriously. I feel great for you, feel great for the family, feel great for the program. Congratulations. What's the last uh, 22 hours or so been like since that thing went final yesterday? Oh, man, thanks for having me on. Uh, it's been awesome. You know, obviously, you know, just watching these guys, you know, finish the deal. And, you know, we had to ride the wave a little bit and, and overcome some momentum shifts in the game. But our guys just came out determined and focused, you know, really like they did all season. And uh, it's been awesome. You know, I, you know, from the post-game celebration to the bus ride to the airport to the airplane ride home and then, you know, the ride from the airport back to the to our offices and, you know, the news was here and, and, and people on campus were here. So it's been an awesome, you know, time since, uh, you know, getting it done. And I, I will say, uh, Coach Socia, it was um, it was a bit of a negotiation for me to get out there last night. Uh, I don't think my fiance believed me at first. I'm like, hey, look, the team is coming back. To, I, I need to go to this college campus around 1030 tonight or so and, and wait on the bus to get back. But luckily I was able to show her the video and everything. Uh, I will say when y'all came off that bus, Y'all were like, y'all were business as usual, man. It felt like y'all were coming off y'all's third or fourth straight national championship win. What were the vibes like, I guess, right afterwards in comparison to after all the travel that you guys had to endure to get back to, uh, to West Palm? I mean, it was, uh, I mean, these kids were just over overwhelmed with joy and just, you know, just probably just a sense of accomplishment. Family members were at this game, you know, just a lot of, uh, you know, you know, our team is an unbelievable brotherhood. So I think that they felt so tight knit. You know, I saw one point near the end of the game where our offensive line is hugging each other when they knew it was done. So pretty special deal, man. It was, uh, you know, just watching those guys. But yeah, we got off the bus. Uh, some of us were probably tired. You know, I'm not certain the players were tired, but uh, um, our, our guys were jacked up and, and, and they're, they were ready to, you know, get on to whatever they're getting on to. 
question for you here, Coach. Just curious to what you guys ate pregame and what Jaden Meisinger was fed. 22 carries, 262 yards, and a touchdown. Bad out of hell yesterday. Uh, What can be said about him and how he played yesterday and the entirety of the season? Yeah, I mean, I just keep saying it. I mean, the the kid is, you know, just he's elite. You know, he's an elite person. He's an elite guy when it comes to preparation and, and, and focus, and he's an elite leader. So, uh, we didn't feed him anything special, but um, he's got a formula for what he, he does and, and how he prepares himself. And he knew that, you know, we were going to deal with some challenges with our quarterback not playing. And he knew that, uh, you know, we lean on that run game. Um, you know, we knew that he was going to maybe have to have a few extra touches here and there. And certainly, uh, you know, right out the gate with that 75-yarder. Right out the gate. Uh, he's pretty special. Here with Kaiser University head coach Doug Sosia. Kaiser, right out of West Palm. They win the NAIA National Championship in football yesterday. Take down Northwestern of Iowa 31-21. to I got to ask you, you're a state champion head football coach at the high school level at American Heritage. You started the Oxbridge Academy program, and they were, within a couple of years, a playoff contender. And then you start this program from scratch with games starting 2018. Uh, I remember the first game very vividly and you get through a covid pandemic and you've got so many kids that are from this area this area that you've known so vastly as a head football coach where does this national championship rank in the pantheon of what's been such a successful coaching career i mean i think for everybody involved like when we took this job and 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 from the ground up and you know this this is pretty special you know we, we we said we would do it you know, we, we went through some, you know, some bumps in the road and figuring out what the exact profile was. But uh, certainly a special day. You know, obviously I, I, I've been lucky enough to be around some, some special football teams, you know, at, at the high school level. Um, and then we won some championships. And, you know, this, this one's right up there, obviously. You know, just watching these guys, you know, a little bit more of a, of a, of a melting pot of, of student athletes from, you know, across our county, up the, up the coast down in the Dade and Broward, and then we've got some guys from different uh, spots of the country. So, you know, there, there's a special brotherhood and a bond that you have to have uh, in organizations that want to be elite and win championships, and we're able to put that together. And, and we've said it, and I've tweeted it, you know, it's all about the people in the building and having the right people in the building, and, and, and in some cases getting, you know, some people out of the building um, you know, but the people plus our process equals winning, and, and that's the formula that we work with. Coach Sosha, I got to ask, better backup Seahawks quarterback performance on Monday. Drew Locke last night with the Seahawks taking down the uh, defending NFC champion Eagles or the Kings Academy alum Justin Wake stepping in. You, I mean, what at what point did you actually tell him he was going to be starting in that game, his first start of the season? and then his performance to help you guys beat the uh, Northwestern uh, Red Raiders? We're right at about the 90-minute mark, you know, and, oh. and, and I think, I mean, I would say Justin Wake all the way. Okay, there you go. Not there had you a go. Lot of <laughs> Unbelievable teammate. You know, he sits in the quarterback room. You know, he's a student of the game. You know, he's the uncertainty of never playing because he's the backup. Um, you know, he got a little bit of playing time, obviously, and then, you know, this week he had to prepare like the starter – uh, I was still uncertain. I wasn't ready to make a decision on Bryce. And, and Bryce and I had some conversations with Coach Knockin and just some different things. And it really what it came down to was who can operate the offense in the full menu. Um, but Wake stepped in there, and, and he looked calm and, 
and, and, and cool and made some big throws. Obviously, he had a couple things he, he would want back and we want back. But, you know, the guy did a great job and the team believed in him. Um, you know, and I think the team kind of sensed that. Uh, uh, so Justin Wake all the way. There it is. Couple more here with Doug Sosha, and again Justin Wake over Drew Locke. That is the proclamation. We agree here. We it. agree. Doug Sosha, head football coach, Kaiser University national champions, NAIA football. Kaiser thirty-one, Northwestern twenty-one. Uh, it's been such a, a a strong Palm Beach County-based year in athletics with FAU going to the Final Four, and now Kaiser winning the NAIA college football championship. Uh, one of the things about your family, coach, is that. It is the size of a small army, and it's spread out all over the place <laughs> in the United States of America. Were they all able to come together to uh, to get to the national title game? They did. You know, it was unbelievable. We were able to get Cade off the island in Hawaii to come to the game, and his boss let him come. And I think Theo saw me getting off the bus last night with my two little guys in a car seat and a pillow, and one of oh, them yeah. was like half asleep. So he got to see it all. But my daughters were there. My wife was there. Um you know, some other family members were able to make it, and, and a lot were in uh, Southern California watching on the live stream. But, uh, yeah, we were able to have all the kids there. It was a special, uh, special day for us. Uh, how much do you pay attention, just for Kaiser football purposes, to early nas- National Signing Day tomorrow? Does, does that factor in anything you, uh, you do or anybody you could potentially identify at the NAIA level? I think it absolutely does. I think it doesn't matter what level you're at. I mean, we're recruiting, you know, we've got coaches that are coming on campus today here from our staff that are going to do some FaceTime, you know, visits with some guys that we're trying to get mid-year. So, uh, you know, certainly are we going to sign anybody tomorrow? We'll have guys that are committed, not necessarily signed tomorrow. Uh, we're going to try to get them here in the mid-year. But, you know, we're going to keep an eye on it. And with this transfer portal, and then, it, you know, it's all going to just kind of trickle down and, and sort itself out, but you know we recruit really nonstop, and 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 but we keep an eye on it for sure. I want to finish with this, and and uh, I, I I'm just curious about this. There's been a lot said about you over the years, going back to your time as a high school football coach, the success you had at American Heritage, then starting the program at Oxbridge. But a lot of accusations made about you, a lot of rumors about you over the last uh, decade plus, and now you've led Kaiser from nothing to a national championship in NAIA. Do you feel a bit of vindication after what some people have have said about you in the football realm uh, in this county, especially? over the last decade or so? Yeah, I mean, I feel I'm proud of what we've done. I, I don't really get caught up in too much of that. You know, in the end of the day, like, you know, whatever those might have been, whether it was, you know, with the high school things. And, you know, I know the shoes I walk in. I surround myself with great people and, and, and the product on the field and the product in the locker room and the product that we're going to put in the community is going to say, say enough. But, uh, you know, certainly proud of what we've done here and, you know, obviously honored and, and blessed to be here in West Palm Beach. We love it down here. And, uh, you know, we're looking to uh, get this thing going again and, and see what we can do next year. Well, Coach, appreciate you jumping on. I know it's been a little bit of a whirlwind, but congratulations on the national championship. And uh, hopefully you can get some rest. I know that uh, you've got uh, some recruiting things to take care of, but hopefully you get some rest. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. But again, uh, congratulations uh, from me on behalf of everybody here at ESPN 106.3.
All right, guys. Thank you very much. Have a great holiday. Well, thank you, Coach. Thanks. That is Kaiser Head Coach Doug Sosha with us here on ESPN 106.3. Again, the Seahawks national champions beating Northwestern of Iowa 31-21 to yesterday. So that's uh, the 27-game win streak that the Red Raiders were on, too. That's right. Uh, and this was the second straight appearance in the national championship game for Kaiser, and they got it done uh, this time around. So we spent a lot of time talking about a lot of other things here on ESPN West Palm, but locally there is now a national champion Ooh. in football here. Best, uh, co- best coach in the, the, the state. Only one to bring the natty here recently, so I just want to throw it in there. He's proven it. I mean, he's proven it at multiple levels. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I Doug Socia is an unbelievable head coach. I didn't know coach. he was a teammate here. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. He spent a year as our high school football analyst between American Heritage Del Rey and yeah. Oxbridge Academy. Okay. Yeah. All right. I didn't know. All yeah. right. That's my guy. Uh, when we come back here on Lavica, Theo, and Stone, Zach Wilson's mommy has an update on the Jets' quarterback. That's Theo. That's Stone. I'm Ken Lavica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3.